yo, yo, welcome back to the Hizzy His house. This is the Slightly Credibles. I'm Shalee. And I'm Abby. And we want to welcome you to our newest episode. <gasps> Today we have a new topic. <gasps> oh my god, this time I don't even know what it's actually about, and I'm actually so excited to find out. So today... Oh, don't even say it yet, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh my god. She's literally been like hiding it from me the whole day. Actually, like a whole week. You have... I've, I've asked you like three times, and you'll be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, are you ready? Mm-mm. Not ready yet? I never will be, so go ahead. Okay. Today we're talking about <gasps> a conspiracy theory that is local to where we live. What? You or me? All of us. LA? <laughs> yeah, well, it's California. Okay, love um, that. So there's a conspiracy theory that okay. the California drought of 2011 <gasps> to 2017 was a deliberate and man-made drought caused by human weather modification. <laughs> They're saying that drought that was really highly publicized is not actually a naturally occurring drought, but it was made by evil scientists. I have never heard of this one. I, know. I think this is the first one that I have no idea about. It, isn't that kind of cool? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that we could find, like, a local I conspiracy theory. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about oh my God. Okay. the actual California drought, and we'll get back to the conspiracy theory part later. Okay. This was a quote that I found that... The California drought of 2011 to 2017 is considered the most serious modern drought to date. Yeah, because plus, I mean, like, it, just because it's a drought doesn't mean it's you're just missing. Like, that starts fires. It, it's like a whole effect, you know? Yes, yes. So I wrote down here an increase in wildfire risk happened mm-hmm. because of it. And people died in those wildfires and tons of animals and people lost property. Holy shit. Do you think this is, like, controversial? Maybe. I, see, No, I, I love controversy. I love controversy. Give me the tea. Like, I'm here for it. Spill it, baby. Honestly, I don't know if... I don't really believe that in this conspiracy theory, but... I'll see what are, I believe. There are lots of things that, when I was researching this, I was very surprised to find out. The California drought also affected farming, and California produces half of the fruits and vegetables in the United States. So why would they do that? Exactly. So if it was man-made, California would be a really terrible state Yeah. to have it in. If you drive along I-5 through all of the farming communities, there's tons of signs where really? yeah, people will say, like, uh, we're closed because of the drought, or is using water for food a waste of water? Because they were not getting the water they needed either. And that's so crazy and kind of disappointing because those are the people that are, were affected. Because those are the people that like were farmers and people that actually were losing money because of the drought. And then we all know that L.A. was the place that was using the 90% water. of the water. Well, farming... But there wasn't signs and there wasn't visibility for the fact that there was a problem. Yes. And farming uses... Farming irrigation uses a lot of water. And I think... I think it's almonds. Almonds use so <gasps> yes, much Yes, I remember something about that. I heard about almonds. And we ship a lot of them to China. So some people were we like... We do? Yes. Wow. So some people were like, hey, the almond farmers shouldn't get all that water because basically they're just using it wow, for, China. for China. But anyway, drought happened. It was Sorry, bad. I just got into like politics there for and a second. <laughs> no, no, it was good. Okay. It's good to know like how the weather affects everything that's crazy like even today it's like 100 degrees and that affects my day i went to the pool yesterday okay 
And it's outdoors. And that's water. Oh, everyone should know that Abby's like an amazing swimmer. <gasps> oh my god, everyone should know how good I am at swimming. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I think she, she can do more than a dog paddle. I was very good in high school. Now, not so much, although I was like, I was like in my little lane and there was like people next to me and I was like, oh, I'm gonna like race them secretly. And I was like racing them secretly and I was like beating everyone, but that's literally because they weren't even trying and they were like just trying to swim. Like, but I'm you like, beat them. Okay, yes. I did. You're right. That's awesome. So NASA said the drought from 2011 to 2017 was the worst drought in California in 1,200 years. And I guess they calculated it by looking at fossil records or tree rings they were able to calculate. 1,200 years. Yes. But then on the flip side, other climate scientists said, actually, this kind of drought is normal for a place like California. And we're just... In the past, like, 300 years, we've had more rain than is typical for this climate. So, well, I don't know who to believe. Also, like, global warming. Yes. Like, let's be real, you know? Yes. Just because, isn't it? We're, we, like, barely have any time left before it's permanent. It would be per- I'm, gonna, I'm looking up how long... How long do we have left? It's permanent. I think it's, like, a ridiculously sh- small amount of time. It's 11 years. Until the until ice caps melt? Oh, until we can't reverse it. Yeah. Okay, so the conspiracy theory surrounding the drought. Yes. Now, Chapter you can two. look it up on Wikipedia, and I researched quite a bit of it, but there's a lot of science behind this, so if you are interested in figuring out all of the science, go look it up, YouTube it, go to the websites we're going to talk about, because I'm not going to go into all the scientific details. I love a conspiracy based on factual information. There's one guy who's kind of seen as the proponent or, like, the head of this conspiracy theory. His name is Dane, and I'm probably going to say his last name wrong, Wigington. Oh, my God, love that. And I was expecting, when I looked up his picture, I should find his picture for you. Oh, my God, yes, please. I was expecting, like, some weird-looking conspiracy theory guy. Is he just really normal? He's actually kind of (gasps) handsome. Okay, first of all, before I even look... When I heard the name Dane, I was like, yeah, usually good-looking guys are named Dane. I've met a lot of really good-looking, handsome Danes. Like, he doesn't look like a conspiracy... He looks like maybe he'd be an attorney. Tom Dane. Doesn't he look like... He'd look like he'd be, like, an attorney. Oh, wow. <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting. But, yes, he is very attractive, for sure. I thought he was younger. <laughs> I know. No, he looks like he could probably be a handsome attorney on a soap opera. He really... Oh, my God, yeah, he looks like he's on a soap opera. He's not, like, he your typical-looking kind of conspiracy Not guest. at all. He's, like, got his hair... Let me give you, like, a good visual. So, he's got like for those of you who don't have internet you know (laughs) um he's got like that kind of jaw you know like that handsome man jaw where it's like angles um and he's got like really great teeth from what i can see he's got blue eyes and black hair that's like slicked back and a lot of hair for somebody in their lots of hair 60s probably he's got wrinkles in all the right places (laughs) and he's like got a good tan he's got a good tan going yeah dressed well from what i can see and he does have a degree in, I think it's in, like, environmental studies or something oh. like that. So he knows what he's talking okay, about. Okay, education, yes. And he also has a degree in engineering, I believe. Wow. Um, but in the environmentalist community, he's kind of seen as, like, a pseudoscientist or someone they don't take seriously. Really? And part of it is because of his theories 
especially surrounding the California drought. So he believes that the drought was created by chemtrails. <gasps> that is so... I am... Dude. I am on the chemtrail train. I really think chemtrails are real. For real. Okay, not just chemtrails, though, but also this other thing called H-A-A-R-P, which is a high-frequency active auroral research program. What the fuck? Which, I don't know if we, I can show you a picture of it, but it's these big, there's these big fields, and it looks like, this one's in Alaska. <gasps> and Nobody knows what happens in Alaska. I know, what's going on up there? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but they have these big fields, and they have like these, uh, like radio wave things all stacked up on each other. And he thinks they're using them to put out like these microwaves that will go up and affect clouds or the weather. I'm not exactly okay. sure how it works. But when I was researching weather manipulation, I did find out that there's this thing called cloud seeding and it is a real thing. Okay. Have you ever heard of cloud seeding? No, but I'm ready. Okay, I guess it's a very common thing and a lot of scientists know about it, but most average people like you and me aren't going to know what it is. But you can look it up on YouTube, and they've done... Cloud seeding? Is yes. it like... Can I guess? Is it like almost planting a cloud? Similar? Okay. Putting a cloud there? Basically what it is, they take a plane up, and they have these... Kind of like... A, they're like a projectile, like a firework sort of thing on the wings. And it shoots out a chemical into a cloud... And then it forces the cloud to make snow or rain. What? Yes. So we can change the weather. Yes. So they fly up. What the And fuck? then they shoot out on the back of the wings. They have these, like, chemical cannon things. They shoot it into the cloud. Okay. I see where you're going with why didn't we do that when it was drought, when there was a drought. Okay. That's part, that's one thing I was wondering. And the excuse that I saw in my limited research was... They can only do it when there's a cloud present that could possibly make snow. There were clouds. Yeah. So, basically, cloud seeding, it's a real... Like, you can look it up. Wow. It's a real thing. So we can affect the weather. That's been, like, a huge, like, thing forever where everyone's like, oh, nobody can affect the weather. Like, you can't change the weather. Right. Should we control the weather? Yeah. Why is that a thing? So, it causes rain or snowfall, and people sometimes say well it doesn't work does it not work we don't know a lot of ski resorts use it as a resource to get snow for their <gasps> Ew, i don't like that i feel like something like that we should only use when we really need it and then that's freaky other places are like oh we should use it to get rain during droughts yeah that makes sense to get a storm to be not as powerful by the time it reaches land that makes sense and then one thing that i thought was kind of freaky was on this one youtube video it says insurance companies will sometimes sponsor it because it will mitigate big hail storms so that way they won't get as many claims yeah insurance companies are saying we don't want the weather to affect (gasps) our business so we're gonna pay to change the weather doesn't that seem kind of unethical? Um, kind of? Yes. <laughs> and plus, like, what are these chemicals? Chemicals just shouldn't be anywhere, you know? Like, chemicals aren't good. We've learned that from multiple reasons. Exactly. Why are we putting that into the airspace if we don't need to? So, there's two common chemicals that I found that they use for cloud seeding. One is dry ice. So, they'll put out dry ice okay, into the cloud. Okay, science class. And then the other one is called silver iodide. 
And that's the one Uh-oh. that people are like, uh, is this safe? And they're like, <gasps> we don't know. <gasps> but, oh well. <laughs> so they're like, we don't think it's bad, but we don't know. But nobody's gotten cancer and died from it yet. So what? Yeah. So it's, it's very murky. With everything going on. And, oh, another example of cloud seeding. Before the Beijing Olympics, about two weeks before, Beijing used it to make sure that all of the clouds that they had predicted that would go over the event, like the opening ceremonies, they said, okay, we're going to make it rain two weeks before so these clouds will not rain on our parade, basically. (laughs) And some scientists were like, yeah, it didn't rain, but... We don't know if it actually was because they cloud seeded or if they actually affected the weather. And I, would, I don't like that. I don't think you should be messing around with no. Mother Nature. I no. Who knows the effects of that? Exactly. And then the thing that I was like. Hell. You're all going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I think bothered me the most what? about it was I was like, okay, so the government wants to protect the people. But obviously. There could be other reasons that the government wants to manipulate the weather. What if oh, it no. wants to control people? <gasps> or what if it wants to use it as a weapon? Mm. And during the <gasps> Vietnam War, no. they used it. No, they didn't. Yes. Doing what? No way. Is this, like, common sense and I just don't know about it? No, I honestly, like, I've never heard of this until I started. It's, okay. So, Ew, I'm creeped out. So, it the time that the United States used it during wartime was, it was called Operation Popeye. It was a highly classified weather modification program in Southeast Asia during 1967 and ni- through 1972. Wait, the 60s and the 70s so we were it, able to do this? So it was around for a long time before they started saying, oh yeah, we can do it. And they did this because they wanted to get a leg up on the war by extending the monsoon season. So they made the weather there terrible. It's so crazy. We can be using this technology for good you know, in a way, like for droughts and storms that could be affecting a million people. Supposedly, if we can be using it for that, but we're using it like it almost willy nilly for other things. Mm-hmm. Are you joking? I understand possibly putting dangerous chemicals into the air in a situation where like a hurricane's coming. It You're can desperate. ruin a million people's lives, you yeah. know, but for a war that is so frustrating. They used the cloud seeding to make the monsoon season worse because the Viet Cong knew the land. They knew the land and they were going to have a leg up on the American troops that were there. And so they wanted to make it as muddy as possible. Their operation slogan was make mud, not war. So they wanted to just make the weather terrible for the troops to fight in and try to get an equal footing as these Viet Cong. And it did work, apparently. However... It is now illegal to do that. Good. It says on the Wikipedia page about it, weather modification procedures when performed to achieve a military end now fall under the provenance of the Environmental Modification Convention. Okay. So it's illegal to do it, but that doesn't mean that people aren't going to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's illegal to do it for war. But I'm sh- But if they- are you joking? Like, why would it be illegal for war versus using it to make your little, like, 
ice caps a little more snowy for the winter for ski people. Yeah, especially if you don't know if it's dangerous or not. It doesn't make me more mad than anything. It just goes to show that there really is so much technology that the government has that we don't know about. There's no regulation because it's the government. The thing about the, um, I'll link it in our, like on our Instagram page, the YouTube video that I was watching about cloud seeding. It says in the comments, I have 15 times more views on my video of cracking eggs than this video about cloud seeding has wow and the video about cloud seeding is an actual news report about it they have footage of the planes see look there's a happy reporter oh she shouldn't be and they talk about the science behind it like how it works and then they show you a diagram of a plane shooting the chemicals into the clouds to make the chemical reaction happen for the rain they even talk about instances in which they've used it wineries will use it wineries will literally change the weather for their for their product so they are putting chemicals into the air yes how is that is it regulated that's another thing is i don't know wow i think i almost don't even want to know about this (laughs) i know the guy that was like hey i think the drought was man-made yeah he has a website called geoengineeringwatch.org where you can read all about his series about how the drought was created and how the weather is being manipulated and modified. Yeah. Oh, and another thing that I thought was really interesting about the whole weather modification thing is you can look up patents. People have filed patents with the government about ways to modify the weather. And if you were to like read the patents and understand them, apparently some of them are being used already. And the idea that we can't manipulate the weather once you look at the patents you're gonna be like oh yeah we can wow. so it's a real thing and i don't think a lot of people know no i i mean personally I, I really always thought like that's like the one thing we can't do is like change the weather that is just nuts to me that we're using it for wineries because these people have money let's yes. be real like like all these but that's kind of crazy when I was looking into it, I thought, well, obviously, like, governments must know that this is going on. Yeah. Some of them do. L.A. in 2016 started their own cloud seeding program. What? Yes. Well, and I, doing what? I have a feeling that it's for drought prevention. And yeah, it's probably heavily monitored, but I'm not sure. Mm. But then, if you go to the Wikipedia page about this conspiracy theory about the drought... It says that in 2014, Shasta County, which is in Northern California, they voted on their board of directors to look into this conspiracy theory claim because of the drought. They were so worried about it. They were like, well, maybe it's a true thing. And so they actually started like looking into this. So obviously they didn't know if it was be if, if the drought was being caused by chemtrails, Shasta County didn't know about it. And a lot of people were excited that they were looking into it, but a lot of people were like, eh, you guys are a bunch of crackpots. Like, why would you even waste your time on this? Weird. But I think that people, you know, just don't know about it. Yeah, it's just like a lack of education. I had no idea that cloud seeding was a thing. No. And a lot of scientists say the technology's not there yet, that it may or may not work. It's an off chance thing. 
But even if it doesn't work, they're still shooting stuff into yes, the sky. Yes, exactly. So, like, you're just doing it even though you don't even know if it's going to work? Oh, whatever, you know, like... It's like going to some weird Botox doctor who doesn't have any reviews and being like, oh, can you fill my lips with this stuff? I don't know if it's going to look good or not, but, like, can you do it? Yeah, and it might kill me. You're injecting stuff into the environment without knowing the effects. Like, are you serious? I honestly don't know how people get away with it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't either. And if anybody does know more about it or... If we're completely off base and don't understand that it is moderated, hit us up, let us know. But as of right now, we think it's crazy and it should be moderated. Should we be doing it at all in the first place? Exactly. I don't think it's ethical. Wow. Except it'll be like Mother Nature gets her revenge. Ew, this makes me mad. Yeah, it's going to be like one of those um, movies like Day After Tomorrow where the earth gets mad. (gasps) Earthquakes and tornadoes. Yeah, whoa. Wow. This has been a Slightly Credibles podcast.